When it comes to air quality, the bad news is that wildfires and air pollution have really degraded the quality of our air. But the good news is that we're all realizing that the quality of our air, and particularly the quality of our indoor air, is really darn important. I'm so excited to tell you about Puro Air because in 30 minutes, this device will remove allergens, dust, smoke, and gases from your room. It uses a stronger type of filter called a HEPA-14, and it filters pollutants at a microscopic level. I keep my Puro Air running upstairs where the bedrooms are all night. I love that it's quiet. Cleaner air just hits different, doesn't it? Check out everything Puro Air has to offer at getpuroair.com. That's G-E-T-P-U-R-O-A-I-R.com. One more time for the people in the back, getpuroair.com. Well, hello and welcome back. My name is Stephanie Safarian, and you're listening to another Headlines episode here on the Sustainable Minimalist Podcast. If you're new here, if you're just tuning in, Headlines are a bit different from our traditional interviews. On Friday Headlines, we cover four news stories that have to do with climate and the environment in under 15 minutes. So today's an interesting day. We have three stories, two of which have to do with food, and then we have our ad break, and then we have our feature story after the ad break, which is all about how to cool down a city. Our planet is getting hotter and urban centers are notoriously extra hot. What are the latest and greatest innovations to cool down cities? That's after the break. So let's get started today. No time to waste. Let's go first to France. We're going to talk about cheese. (laughs) I love cheese so much. Oh my goodness. Well, you know who loves cheese more than me? The French. France takes cheese making very seriously. If you were to ask a cheesemaker why French cheese is so important, they would likely tell you that cheese is a ritualistic passage between a meal and dessert. And French cheeses in particular, they embody the country's diverse landscapes and climate and local farming traditions. Now, there are about 1,200 distinctly French cheeses, and only 46 of them have the coveted label of AOP. That's a French acronym, but it roughly translates in English to Protected Designation of Origin. This coveted label is a mark of quality. It also allows cheesemakers to sell their cheese at a higher price point. Now, to get the label, we all want the label, To get the label, cheesemakers must follow elaborate rules that have been developed locally over centuries. I'm talking pages and pages and pages of rules. Everything's been going great, cheesemaking throughout the centuries until last summer. Last summer, France sweated through the second hottest summer in a century. Pasture grass across most of the country turned brown. Milking barns became stifling saunas. Thanks, climate change. So more than half of the country's AOP cheese associations formally received permission for the first time in centuries to break their rules. Now, some cheesemakers, they just stopped making cheese altogether because there was so little grass for their cheesemaking animals to eat. Now, since last summer, 
Many of the members of these AOPs, they have begun experimenting with possible adaptions that don't break their traditional centuries-old rules. Other people, however, have demanded that the rules change as climate change occurs. Some farmers say that the rules around aging temperatures will get more challenging and expensive to follow as summer temperatures continue to mount. Many cheesemakers are complaining that there is one rule that forbids imported feed. However, how are we going to feed these animals if the pastures are brown? And so I say all this to say that France's cheese-making regions, they're already hot and dry, and the regions will continue to become hotter and drier. This is going to bother the goats. It's going to bother the cheese makers. And so what does it mean for the future of French cheese if they have to deviate from centuries-old cheese-making traditions? Related to French cheese slightly is Spanish olive oil. Now, before we talk about olive oil, let's talk about seed oils for a hot minute. Olive oil is not a seed oil, but if you're conscious of your diet, you're likely staying away from the seed oils, canola, palm, sunflower, safflower, peanut, grapeseed. These are all the seed oils, and seed oils by nature are highly inflammatory. They contribute to chronic illnesses. Seed oils can also make it really darn difficult to manage your weight because they create oxidative stress in your body. So if you're health conscious, you're already staying away from the seed oils for a bunch of reasons, and you are prioritizing olive oil, which is a staple of the Mediterranean diet. It's great for your health in moderation, but... And there's a big but here. Maybe you've noticed global olive oil prices have soared to record levels. They've more than doubled in the past year. Any idea why? I'll give you a hint. This is Friday Headlines. It is, of course, (laughs) because Spain, which is the world's largest olive oil producer, was hit by a major drought that devastated their recent olive harvests. Bad weather has also hit olive crops in other major growing regions like Italy, Greece, and Portugal as well. The upcoming olive harvest isn't looking great either, so we can all, as consumers, expect higher prices on olive oil for the foreseeable future. Now, Southern Europe, which accounts for more than half of global olive oil production, is to olive oil what the Middle East is to crude oil, right? Relying on one hemisphere or one country or one region for this very specific product, it's just not sustainable. And so if you're wondering, the answer is yes. The unpredictable and unusual weather patterns that are affecting the harvesting of olives, yes, it has been linked to climate change. And the olive harvest is not the only crop that's been affected. French wines, we just talked about French cheeses, Florida oranges. These are all products that pop into my head that in recent months have increased in cost due to weather-related events thanks to climate change. Now, speaking of climate change, one more real quick story before our ad break, and that is the escalating rhetoric coming out of the climate scientific community. Many scientists are now saying and verbalizing and shouting from the rooftops that climate change is an all-out emergency. So maybe you've heard 
terms such as climate emergency or climate crisis or even climate apocalypse before, usually it's assumed that the people who are using these terms are radical leftist hippie snowflakes or some facsimile thereof. Well, no, no, no. Climate scientists are now adopting these words and phrases. The climate scientific community, it has historically been reluctant to use such big and scary words when discussing our climate problems. They fear getting too political. They fear angering certain groups. But there is a shift happening in the profession. More and more climate scientists are indeed using these big, scary words because they feel as though the scientific community has a moral obligation to warn humanity about the real nature of the climate change threat. Now, this new language, this escalating rhetoric, it has spilled into academic publications as well. As recently as 2015, only 32 papers in the Web of Science Research database included the term climate emergency. But in 2022, 862 papers contained the phrase. What a jump in this escalating rhetoric. Now, on Monday, scientists released a paper showing that the world's carbon budget has shrunk by a third. Now, what does that mean? Let's put that into layman's terms, laywomen's terms, laypeople terms. It means that the world has only six years left at current emissions level before we race past that 1.5 degrees Celsius or 2.7 degrees Fahrenheit limit. Now, I wanted to mention this story very quickly today before our ad break because, again, it's not the radical leftist snowflakes, whatever adjective you want to use to describe (laughs) the people who traditionally shout about climate change. It's not them anymore. It's not just them anymore. It's the scientists, too. It is the people who are conducting the research. It is the people who are gathering the numbers and analyzing them. If the scientists are saying we are in a climate emergency, climate crisis, perhaps even climate apocalypse, it's about time we listen. So we're going to take our ad break. And when we get back, we're going to move into our feature story today, which is all about how to cool down a city. I'll see you in a minute. Hello, Sustainable Minimalist listeners. Are you committed to living a greener and simpler life? Well, meet Home Threads, your ally in more sustainable and minimalist home decor. As the total destination for decor and furniture, Home Threads helps you define your minimalist lifestyle while respecting the planet. Discover their exclusive Haven collection. They use many sustainable materials without compromising on style. And here's the best part. Home Threads always has the best value. It was time. After nine years of living in our home, it was time to replace our outdoor furniture. And my husband and I, we went to Home Threads. We have a Home Threads patio umbrella and a new bench. And oh my goodness, we are so in love. Create a home that reflects your commitment to the environment. Visit homethreads.com slash sustainable and get a code for 15% off your first order. Homethreads.com slash sustainable. Love where you live. So many of us have chaotic closets that are crammed full of clothing items and yet somehow 
we still have nothing to wear. Well, upgrading to high quality and affordable pieces from Quince when you need them is a game changer. They offer organic cotton sweaters and washable silk tops. My 100% Mongolian cashmere sweaters are my go-to. Not only are they affordable, but the quality is top-notch. They wear better than the cashmere sweaters that are double their price. Indulge in affordable luxury. Go to quince.com slash sustainable podcast for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash sustainable podcast to get free shipping and 365 day returns. One more time, quince.com slash sustainable podcast. And we're back. Before the break, we discussed French cheese, Spanish olive oil, and escalating rhetoric from the climate science community. Now we're on to our feature story today, which is all about how to cool down a city. I'm going to take you to the city-state of Singapore, but before we do that, let's chat about cities for a hot minute. (laughs) See what I did there? Hot minute. (laughs) Cities are known for being really darn hot. They trap heat. There is less tree cover. There's more asphalt. Buildings absorb and radiate heat. Skyscrapers limit wind flow and create heat pockets. Waste from car exhaust and air conditioners exacerbate the heat problem. Now, as the world warms, sweltering heat in urban areas may make living in urban areas unbearable. Because heat like this isn't just uncomfortable, right? It can cause chronic illness and death above a certain temperature, which we, by the way, did cover on a previous Headlines episode. Two-thirds of the global population are expected to live in urban areas by 2050, so it's prudent that we figure out how to cool these urban areas down and fast. Now we're going to Singapore. Singapore is spending enormous amounts of money and resources to experiment with cooling its urban centers down. And because Singapore is a trailblazer in this regard, they are learning lessons in real time that are going to help the rest of us as we catch up with trying actively to cool down our own cities. So what is Singapore doing? How are they tackling this problem? What have they experimented with that has worked? Well, they've experimented in a bunch of ways, and we're going to go through them. The first is building buildings in different shapes, specifically in a V shape. Singapore built a new hospital. It's in the shape of a V. And what's the point of the V? The V shape funnels cool air from a nearby pond into the hospital. So the hospital doesn't need as much air conditioning. Singapore has been adding in trees and plants in enormous amounts. In parks, yes, but also on rooftops, also hanging from the facades of buildings. All of this green cover provides shade and reduces heat that's absorbed by buildings. Researchers have come to believe that planting more greenery is the number one way to cool down a city. And of course, 
The bigger the green space, the bigger the cooling effect. Now, Singapore has also been painting roofs of some of its buildings with light-colored reflective paints. These absorb less heat and could reduce the ambient temperature around the buildings by up to 3.5 degrees Fahrenheit. That's according to initial studies, but if those initial studies are correct, that's a lot of cooling happening by simply painting the tops of buildings with reflective colored paint. A similar program in New York City has covered more than 10 million square feet of rooftops with these reflective paints. This has reduced the need for air conditioning. Now, Singapore is building new buildings as well. New buildings do not directly face the sun. Architects are designing buildings that encourage cross-ventilation, which of course allows air to move from one side of the building to the other and pushes hot air out while bringing cool air in. In terms of the urban landscape, Singapore suggests mixing in short buildings with tall buildings, so not all five-story buildings, right? When you have a mixture of sizes in your urban area, They will work like a sail to capture cool breezes and disperse them at the pedestrian level. And perhaps the most interesting and also perhaps the most impactful experimentation is something called district cooling. So instead of cooling small spaces individually with individual air conditioners, Singapore's Marina Bay was centrally planned and cools down many buildings at once by running chilled water through a network of insulated pipes. So we're not we're not cooling apartment by apartment or office building by office building. We're cooling many buildings down at the same time with this network of insulated pipes. District cooling is far more efficient than those multiple AC units, of course. This, in turn, lowers indoor temperature, yes, but it also reduces energy consumption and waste heat. And so all of these efforts in Singapore, they will likely not reduce urban temperatures at a rate that outpaces rising global temperatures. That's probably not going to happen. However, if Singapore is able to hold urban temperatures steady and not have their urban centers get hotter, that, they say, will be a huge victory. So thank you, Singapore, for leading the way. Listeners, that's our show today. I will see you on Tuesday where I'm bringing you an interview and we are discussing sustainable investing. We've touched on the topic here or there before, but we're getting real deep into it. We have excess money. We're investing it. We want to be more environmentally friendly and conscious with our investment portfolio. That's Tuesday's episode. I'll see you then. Have an amazing weekend and take care. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets and so much more download the app in virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at bet mgm 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.